Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting EXIT PLAN with no spaces to 44222. That's EXIT PLAN to 44222. Again, text EXIT PLAN to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Well, hello, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today. Always a pleasure. You know, it's always fun when we have guests come back and uh, share more about what they do, and especially with these changing times. Uh, my my guest today is Ashley Mitchakay, and she's joining us uh, from True North Retirement Advisors in Oregon. And uh, when she was with us before, a while back, you may have heard it, uh, we talked about uh, what you can do to start planning for your exit of your business um, and what you should be doing without focusing on your exit without things falling apart in their business. Now, today we're going to be talking about what to be doing about your planning if things are falling apart. So it's a little bit different, but again, times change and we're here for you as those times change. So welcome, Ashley. Thanks so much for joining me once again today. Thank you, Bill. I'm excited to be back here. It's my pleasure. I'm, uh, tell our listeners uh, a little bit more about you and your background um, before we get into the subject matter. That'll help them get to know you a little bit better, Ashley. Sure. So I actually tr- uh, started True North Retirement Advisors with my father. We actually started the business together. So I understand firsthand what business owners go through as they're running their business and thinking about their exit. Um, But what we do for our clients is we help them prepare for retirement, and we work with a lot of business owners specifically in helping them um, with both the exit of their business and the transition into retirement. So it's more complicated than just, you know, the average American who's thinking about retirement and Social Security. This, this business is the elephant in the room when it comes to retiring. So we help our clients uh, figuring out how the business fits into their retirement plan and then how they can successfully transition out of the business, exit the business, and into retirement so they don't run out of money and, and they have everything that they need when they transition into retirement as far as their finances are concerned. Yeah, those two really go together. It's really important that um, people, uh, the retirement planning side of things, that people understand, you know, well, what do I really need to get out of this business um, to be successful so I'm not going back and having to go find another job at some point in my retirement. Um, what do you find that some of the uh, more common unrealist, unrealistic uh, concepts you know, people, that people have about how much money they'll need? Because I know a lot of business owners tend to have the business pay for things for them. Mm, yes. Yeah, that's usually uh, a big surprise that a lot of business owners don't think about is that if you're a successful business owner, you are probably enjoying a fairly high income. And once you transition into retirement, if, if you look at all the assets that you have, both from the business 
assuming you sell the business or are able to extract some value from that with your exit. And then you combine that with your other financial assets and resources, and you look at the income that that can generate for you in retirement. Uh, a lot of it, a lot of advisors or a lot of uh, business owners have a wake-up call because, uh, you know, their income might be twice as much or three times as much when they were working um, versus when they transition into retirement. And I actually find it's a big reason why a lot of business owners continue to uh, stay involved in the business and, and don't fully retire from the business because they're enjoying that income stream that's funding their lifestyle. So, um, and there's no right or wrong way, you know, to do that. If a, if a business owner, I have clients who, you know, their dream would be to continue working uh, until they die in their chair or, you know, they're 95 years old if they, if they, you know, mentally can make it that long. So there's nothing wrong with that, but, but we have to plan for the other scenarios as well. Like if you get sick or if you can no longer work, which are very real possibilities. So, um, yeah, I think that's a big one. The other one is I think a lot of business owners um, are maybe overly optimistic about what their business is worth or or how they can um, extract the value that's necessary when they want to exit. And, and I'm sure you probably deal with this as well, but, you know, if, if you think your business is worth Five million or ten million, and it's worth a million or two million. Well, that that's very different, and we need to be realistic about what the business is actually worth. Um, so that's where I always start right. with my business owner clients: is let's figure out what your business is actually worth. So we, we're starting with good information, and then we can plan from there. Yeah, I think a lot of people uh, might. Uh, hear stories from other people about what their business sold for. They don't have all the facts, and they think, well, then mine must be worth ten times, you know, ten times my profits, or or something like that. They don't really understand that uh, it's very different. There, there's some very different levers that are pulled or pushed based on the the preparation, the size of the business, uh, the type of business. Uh, so there's a lot to think about there. So let's talk about what's going on these days in, in this environment. What do you think business owners should be doing now to protect their businesses? Yeah, I mean, that's the $10 million question, isn't it? I mean, and you're right. It is different for every business. And so what business owners can be doing now to protect their business varies based on if, they're, if their business is in a true crisis mode and they have – you know, no revenue coming in or they've had to lay everybody off or, you know, what business owners should do in a crisis is probably different than what is definitely different than what business owners can be doing if they're, if they've experienced just a slowdown. And most of my clients have, are not in crisis mode. They've, they've experienced a slowdown. And so we just have to pivot a little bit and figure out what we can do to preserve business value and, and protect them. And I think one of the unique things about this current environment that we're in is not only is it an economic downturn, but it's a health crisis. And so I think all of us have, have thought multiple times, you know, what would happen if I got sick or what would happen if a family member or, you know, my spouse or, you know, someone I love became sick. And I think that that's a really important um, uh, thought process to, to entertain and go through 
not in the sense of worrying about what would happen, but uh, it prompts a lot of my clients to really think seriously about, do I have my ducks in a row? Like what would happen to my business if I became sick or even if I couldn't work for a period of time? Um, and, and I think that's a really important consideration because you really do need to think through what happens to my business. How can I prepare my business if I were to become sick or if I were to become disabled or, or at, at worst die? Um, and now is a perfect time because all this, all these health issues are front and center in everyone's mind. So, yeah, that's a great um, piece of advice, Ashley. I mean, there's so many things that can happen, and there are there are more decisions than just well, the you know the the keys to my car are are here, and the my password is there. Um, there's a lot of people-oriented decisions. A lot of how do you tell customers and vendors and um, you know, what do you, who do you trust? So, uh, do you have some type of a format or form that you you're useful using a lot with business owners for those types of things? I, I think we call it like business continuity instructions. Exactly. Yeah, and you're right. Most business owners, especially small business owners, um, you know, that maybe have. 50 or less employees, most of their, all their critical information about their business is in their head. And so what we do with our clients is we create a document that I also call it the business continuity instructions. But a lot of people misassociate it with like an earthquake or cybersecurity attack or, or some kind of disaster oh, like right. that. But it's really, right. it's really about, it's a document that has a list of all of your trusted advisors, you know, who's your CPA, who's your attorney, who's your advisor, who's your exit planner, who's your banker, you know, who's your payroll company. A lot of business owners, um, because they like to keep that information tight, you know, will not outsource payroll to another employee. So a lot of people, like, won't even know how to keep your employees paid if something suddenly happens to you. So um, we don't want the business plunged into a crisis if you became sick or you die. So that's what this document serves is, is, is getting some of this most critical information out of your head. So you have your list of trusted advisors. You also have like first contacts and first actions. Um, most business owners know it, how they want their employees to be informed if something happens to them, how they would want their clients or customers to be informed. Like, do you just want someone to send a text to your employees saying, hey, Bill is uh, in the hospital or, or Bill has died or, you know, it's, it, you want to plan for that and think through that. And most business owners have very specific thoughts uh, about how they would want their clients informed, how they would want their employees informed, um, because you don't want clients leaving, customers leaving, employees leaving. Um, and so it's like, what are the first things you need to do? And, and then what are the existing documents you have in place? You don't have to necessarily gather all of those and, and organize those, but like if you have a buy-sell agreement or if you have an insurance policy, I've had clients where a spouse digs up an insurance policy like five or ten years after the spouse had died. And wow. if they had just known that this policy exists, because the insurance company is not going to chase you down and say, hey, so-and-so has a million-dollar policy and we want to give you this money, <laughs> you know, like – they don't necessarily know that that person has died. And, and so um, it's, it's critical to list all of those important documents and then where they can be found. 
once you have them in a file folder at home or a safe deposit box or a safe. Or that way your, your spouse, your family, your key employees know when the time comes, hey, I know where to go to locate these documents. Um, That's and then I have a really good advice. Oh, That's really good advice. Yeah. You know, and I've had, I had a client that, um, that a new client that died suddenly, and with that information, we were at least able to move the plan forward with, with just two, two pages of information. It's really, really important because otherwise, you know, these are things that normally spouses don't talk a lot about, and business owners and their employees don't talk about. Let's talk about this uh, current coronavirus epidemic, which has set many business owners back on their plans to exit their business. What should business owners five to ten years away be thinking about and doing to continue to ready themselves and their business so they can have that successful exit down the road? Yeah, that's a good question. And and again, the the answer is different for someone in crisis mode who's just trying to keep afloat. But assuming that your business still has some value and and that you're likely to come out the other side of this, maybe taking a hit to your business value, um, but not, um, you know, not going out of business. I think it comes down a lot to managing your cash flow, which is challenging for business and uh, businesses in all environments, and um, making sure that you're really scrutinizing the expenses, um, where you can cut back that won't hamstring the business long term. Even smaller things like, you know, if you have a 401k plan, you can suspend the match for a while and do things like that that may be temporary um, but can really preserve cash flow and keep keep the business uh, hopefully profitable during this time so that when you come out the other side of it, um, you know, the business can continue to grow again. And, in fact, it would be it would be it will be better off because the business is more lean and running more efficiently. So, Lean and mean is always good, and I think when t- when economic times are really good, it's very easy for all of us as business owners to to kind of um, not scrutinize every little penny that's going out the door. But now's a, a perfect time to do it. And say, okay, where can we remove the bloat? Where can we cut expenses? Where can we improve the bottom line so that when we come out the other side of this, our profit margins are going to improve and and be better as a result. And that. You know, the key to business value is is profitability. That's the number one driver in any business. So um, that's that's critically important. And if you can't impact the top line and the revenue, if you're struggling with that, at least it's something you can control with, uh, you know, your expenses, at least to some extent. So, um, you know, I think think that's, yeah. what we're hearing too is that it's if it's not a good time for earning, it's a great time for learning. There are there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of uh, webinars and workshops and things like that from economists. Um, one of the groups called Vistage Worldwide. I, I moderate webinars, so I'm hearing their economists say, "Look, uh, this isn't forever. This isn't. It's going to be for a little while, but there's going to be a comeback, and it's it's going to be a pretty strong comeback." And they project that probably by 2022, things will be back better than they were. Um, but it's in the meanwhile, business owners should know their numbers, track their numbers, watch for that turnaround, and be ready um, to take advantage of opportunities that come up in the turnaround environment. So there's there's a lot of things to think about. But if, if, um, if say, someone's in your retirement side of practice, if this crisis has derailed an owner's plans for retirement, 
how can they get back on track? What should they be doing? Should they be freaking out now because the market's down, or what should they be doing about getting back on track for retirement? Yeah, I, and I, I I agree with you 100%. No one has a crystal ball, but uh, you know, there's there's a strong reason to believe that this will be somewhat short lived and we'll come out the other side of it okay. So there's a lot that business owners can do, and actually one of the most powerful things that someone can do if they're close to exit, you know, let's say they wanted to exit this year, next year, and the next couple of years, and now it's like, no, nah, that's not looking like it's going to happen. So. Um, there's a number of levers that business owners can pull that they can actually control. And one of them is just delaying retirement. I mean, you'd be shocked. Most people are shocked at just delaying retirement, even by six months or a year, what that does to improve your chances of success in retirement, because it allows more time for your business value to stabilize and potentially grow. It's less time that you're taking social security or relying on your investment portfolio for income. Like there's so many benefits to being willing to retire later if you're able to, and, and, and you don't necessarily have to retire in five more years or 10 more years or push it out really far like I said, you'd be shocked at just what a short period of time and delaying retirement can do to improve your chances of success. Um, and then the other—it's so probably other a good time to to work with somebody like you and and project things out, right? And and really, I mean, uh, this is a time when you really need a financial advisor to help you understand uh, what the trends are. And a lot of people uh, really blow it when the market goes down, like it has. And they just move out of the market and they miss all the the recovery time, right? Exactly. Yeah. A good advisor, you know, keeps you focused on the long term. So, yeah. And, and, you know, what other adjustments can you make? And whether it's your age, if you're not willing to retire later, well, then are you willing to cut back a little bit on your lifestyle in retirement or save more now? Or, you know, what are the other levers that you can control? And I think that's really important for, for business owners and everybody to to just really focus on where are the opportunities, like you were saying, learning, what can I control, and not get caught up in all of the, you know, political environment, the, the pandemic situation. It's very easy to get caught up and fret about all the things that we can't control. But you can control you know, a lot of what a lot of these inputs that go into growing the value of your business or maintaining the value of your business, and then you know when you retire and what that transition looks like. So if, if business owners are just smart and strategic about that, then they're setting themselves up for success in the long term. You know, you always have such great tips for our listeners. Uh, could you could you share with our our listeners maybe uh, uh, three tips that you you'd suggest that they. Uh, uh, they take advantage of right now while while things might be a little quieter for them and uh, and while they're trying to figure out you know what the future is going to look like. Yes. Yeah, so tip number one would be to get your business continuity instructions in place, written down, and uh, uh, we provide templates for that to anybody who wants to do that for free. Um, and the other thing is if you there are a lot of people right now who do have cash on the sidelines that that don't need that cash, you know, it's in excess of what they need for emergencies, savings, et cetera. Put cash to work right now, uh, whether that's in investing in uh, something to grow your business or even in, you know, buying stocks and, and investing in the market right now. I mean, 
we've taken a, a big hit from where we were, and there's opportunities that abound in investing in, in uh, multiple arenas. Um, and then the other thing I would say is, you know, will be willing willing to be flexible, um, and, and being willing to adjust and shift course and change your plan, whether that's retiring later or, you know, other compromise. Because this is life. You know, life always throws curveballs at us, and if we can adjust to that and and not hold on to what could have been or what was at one point then we're we can open our eyes more and seeing the future and moving forward from where we are today so just being open uh to the the state of circumstances right now and being willing to to be flexible in in adjusting course ashley it was really a pleasure to uh, talk with you again i really appreciate it listeners go to uh true north ra Dot com to find out more about True North Retirement Advisors and Ashley Mitchell-K. Uh, and again, it's truenorthra.com. And Ashley, I know they'll find a lot of great information on your website. I really appreciate you coming back on and catching us up today. And we wish you all the best and hope you stay safe. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 